Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And we're live. Hmm. Right back at it. Monday. Not the greatest Monday. I mean, I've had better Mondays. Uh, Keith McPherson and Chris McMonagle joining you on the BXB podcast to talk about that team that yeah. was in Baltimore, but now they're back in the Bronx. Chris, how you feeling? Good. Good, Keith. They need us. The time is now, <laughs> Keith. The time is now. It all. Be- it literally is now. <laughs> it is now. If there it, ever it really was a time. Is if there ever was a time tonight, glass now against Brito. Let's just let's see how the cards fall, man. Let's just do it. Um, uh, frustrating series in Baltimore, obviously, but they don't have time to look back. So let's go. Big series against uh, Tampa. Shout out to Elize, Eliza, Eliza lives in the chat. We are yeah. live on hey, Twitch. Yo. We've been. Uh, working on figuring out how to get the video component either on Twitch or YouTube. And uh, we're live on Twitch now. So let's get into it, man. Um, it's pretty simple. The Yankees go into Camden Yards, a series to decide the season series against the first place Baltimore Orioles. Friday night's game gets delayed two hours. I almost thought I wasn't going to have a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Judge returns, right? So all the hype around Judge returning, the hype video, here we go, division rivals, supposed to be our little brothers, build a ballpark, Waldemore, uh, the great wall of Baltimore. That that is effective though. Like that them changing the dimensions yeah. definitely helps them. But uh, you know, going into that series, I think the vibes were all right. You know, the split with the subway series, whatever. That seems like forever ago now. But uh that first game, Chris, let's talk about it. Garrett Cole on the mound. Aaron Judge coming back, in my humble opinion, you must win that game. That was a game that, unfortunately, Anthony Santander walked off in the ninth mm-hmm. inning, and the Yankees lose the first one of the series. Yeah. No, it was a frustrating loss, and especially when you get a, you know, a performance like that from Cole, where he was just – he was he was on top of his game. He's, you know, he's yelling at uh, Rotved. He's – He's he, he he you could feel in his face how important he felt the game was. He wasn't going to let a pitch go by that he wasn't hundred percent confident was the pitch to throw. He was out there absolutely dealing. Unfortunately, he was masked by matched by Rodriguez, Grayson Rodriguez, who you know we've tipped the cap to a lot of terrible pitchers over the last two weeks. We've talked about it over and over again. Uh, I know he had a high ERA and just coming back from Double A or Triple A wherever he was, but he was he was filthy. So early on in this game, I thought it was a, a really good pitching duel. It was a fun baseball game to watch. It had that playoff vibe to it. Judge back in the lineup. His first at bat, he hits that line drive, and then he gets three walks, which I don't even know if they pitched around him. He's just that locked in 
from the jump. It's amazing how good he looked right off the bat. They were talking about on the broadcast the takes he was having on breaking pitches just off the plate. I mean, it was incredible but to have him back and Cole going. But again, the offense just cannot come through, cannot come through with the big hit. They get even shut down by the bullpen. And ultimately, we could talk about pitching decisions. We could talk about what Boone did and who he should have brought in and why only have this one for one out and blah, blah, blah. They're not going to win a game. You don't score a run. Eventually, Baltimore is going to score a run. So I don't know if I love necessarily only using Wandy Peralta for one out, especially in a game you're hoping goes extras. Like I didn't like the way that was necessarily used. Canely's been good his last couple outings. Canely gave up a home run. Eventually, you're going to lose if you don't score. And that's the, to me, the, it's a wasted performance for Cole. It's another night where the offense has just had a tough time dealing with a very good pitcher. And I mean, yada, yada. I mean, on it goes, on goes the, the nights where we see this over and over again. And Cole is starting to get to the level where it feels like it was DeGrom, where, I mean, Jeez, he is, don't say he is, he is pitched every, it's, it's every start. He's been brilliant every start. And they, it's, 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 it's funny. Clark Schmidt, they're going to win. Uh, Garrett Cole, they're going to lose. Like, that's what it feels it like. Last, it turned like two months ago. He turned somehow, you know, he'll pitch well enough to give up three runs or whatever, you know, as we saw in the next game. And, you know, they'll find a way to win for Clark Schmidt. But Cole, it doesn't matter what he does. They just cannot find a way to get it going on his days. And yeah, I agree with you. The anticipation heading into that series, the excitement, having your race on the mound and your superstar back in the lineup to put up a goose egg and lose on a walk-off was deflating. It was deflating. Yeah, they sure know how to kill a Friday vibe. I saw they, they sure were three do. and thirteen on yeah. Fridays, and uh, I like Friday. I just you know get to Friday and I'm yeah. relaxed. And even though I go on air till two a.m. on a Friday night, I don't care. I'm 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 like all right. We made it through a week. I got a baseball game to watch, a new series. They didn't hit, and uh, that prompted me to speak out. And you know, I told people, man, it's not being negative. It's not being a fair weather fan, yeah. fair weather fan to just admit what you see every night, right? I'm done with pretending. I'm done with like I'm not Aaron Boone. I don't have to make stuff up. I don't have to pretend like they worked good at bats and saw some pitches yeah. and grinded. Like I can talk about the team that I see, even with Eric Judge. Right? Judge is getting on base. Judge is working walks. But mm. who is there to drive him in? Who's there to bring? him home the guys you're depending on still are going missing right i can't i can't do this with rizzo and stanton i know stanton hit one but like that's all stan's good for i said that on air i'm like stan's good for one or two homers uh, a week but in that first game friday you see even glaber torres go 0 for 4 at the top of the lineup yeah you see rizzo uh he did get a knock and, and and that was positive uh but i remember in the beginning of that game man you get you get Glaber on with a walk. You get Judge on, and uh, Stan strikes out, and then Rizzo grounds into a double play. Yeah. So uh, McKinney goes over. Bopey yep. goes over. Bader goes over. Rortvet. It's just there's too many Volpe, guys yeah. in the yeah. lineup, and the, the yeah. Volpe. I don't know what to, what to say about Volpe because like it's you're not a rookie um, if you've played right. this long. Like at this right. point. We're done with the, like, he's a rookie, he's learning. Like, the whole marketing scheme of, like, he's a local kid and the whole marketing plan of, like, he met Barry Peter. Nobody cares about that anymore. All people care about is the strikeouts and not being effective at the plate when you need a guy to be. And the Yankees, their philosophy, being stuck in their ways, they said, we're riding with them through the highs and the lows. Well, unfortunately, you don't have a good enough team to mask the lows of no. this rookie, the Yankees get walked off, and I saw it coming. I actually, I, I hate it. I hate that I did this. 
it was already 12.15, and I my show, I ended up going on air from like 10 after 1 to 1.54. I was yeah. in the car longer than I was <laughs> on air. But I said to Hoff, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is going extras. I'm like, this could go, like, depending on, I, I mean, depending on the pitching, right? Wandy, yeah. they just found a lane for Wandy. I'm like, this could go 11, 12, 13 innings. And I'm like, if this game goes to 12.45, I'm not yeah. coming in. And then I yeah. literally text Hoff. I said, walk off Homer here. I'm getting in the car. And Santander comes up and walks yeah. us off. So the, well, the I mean, he's lose that first game. And and and, and frustrating because I thought that uh, Canely had good stuff. But you can't throw five change-ups change is row. the only pitch. Somebody's I mean, going to get, get it. I get it's your best pitch. I get it. I get the previous at bat. You got him out front on a changeup. Fine. Santander is too good a hitter to throw five consecutive. That fifth one has to be in the dirt. He's looking changeup. It's obvious. Like everyone knows somebody's going to get you. You have to throw a fastball up even out of the zone. Something. If you're afraid of the fastball, throw it out of the zone. Make him think you have other pitches. Like it's just, I, I cannot believe that you get beat on a walk-off home run on the same pitch that he threw four or five times in the same at bat without throwing anything else. Like anything else, I get it. It's his best pitch, and it's a good one. He's got an excellent changeup, and that's part of the reason you like him because he's he's without really with really only Wandy, the only lefty you trust. I mean, Nick Ramirez is what he is. With Wandy being the only lefty you trust to get out of lefty in a big spot. Up until now being sent down, Marinaccio kind of had it with the changeup. And Canely's changeup is effective against lefties. That's probably part of the reason you bring him in because you feel good about him against lefties as well as right-handers. And But you can't throw the same pitch. Like it's just – it's so frustrating when they do stupid stuff like that. And we saw it all series long. Bader getting picked off a third. Like the still the yep. stupid stuff still happens with this team. I mean ne- never mind the fact they can't hit. They don't do the little things to help overcome – the 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 obvious problems like it's just it's it's it is what it is man and now you know the second game of the series you felt a little bit better uh judge obviously hits his, his first home run since being back and it's real i mean it's it's remarkable i know we're gonna get into judge i'm sure in game three because he wasn't there um but it's remarkable how good he looks right away it's it's crazy i i can't he's, believe he's all the way locked in as you're talking about guys not being locked in like judge is never like no. falling asleep. He can miss no. two months and he's locked in. He's in the game all the way. Every pitch. Every I, pitch. I, I don't know, man. Uh, no, there's no, he's the only there's one. No accountability. The only one. Like these guys, no. some of these guys are out there just lollygagging or whatever because, like, what's yeah. going to happen? You'll be in the lineup the next day. You can go over four. You'll be in the lineup the next day. You can get picked well, off at third and cost outs. You will be out there. Yeah, but like, like you said with Volpe, like, I mean, there are some situations where they're struggling right now i don't know where they go to i i hear you that there's no accountability there was a time for that i don't know if the time is anymore yeah like, the time is passed they, they brought up peraza he hit 100 he hit 180 like so it's like if volpe hey if you're not good we'll put in peraza like what are they gonna do go back to hey, go back to IKF. <laughs> i mean that, like there's nothing they can do same thing with bader i mean they don't have any outfielders judges we're seeing can't play the day after playing outfield you know stanton you know can barely run around the bases let alone go catch a ball down the corner they don't have outfielders i'd love to take bader out of the game i also like to win it like there's no i don't know what else you do go no. put mckinney in center field i get it that you want to send a message that's that ship has sailed man you want to send a message in in may and june with things like that that's fine the season's on the line here i can't take bader out of the lineup even if he is a moron on third base like it, it, we're past that you have oh, to you play your him. best players you, you got to play your best players right now and and we can talk about that when 
when shaping the team and talking about the manager moving forward. Those are conversations. But right now, I'm not into teaching Bader a lesson and then putting you know an outfield together that's incompetent. Like can't. It's just, you can't pull him out again. Nothing you can do. There's nothing you it can got, do. Right it got now. late early, and now it's actually late where it's yeah. like they're painted into a corner. It is what it is. 